Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help me, Debbie Crank. Can we get Debbie Crank just a little bit? And he's all I need. Amen. He's all I need. There we go. Jesus is all I need. He's all I need. He's all I need. Jesus is all I need. Oh, sing that again, saints. He's all I need. He's all I need. Jesus is all I need. He's all I need. He's all I need. Jesus is all I need. I used to like when they start singing this and he's right here now he's right here now Jesus is right here now he's right here now he's right now Jesus is right here now one more time let's sing he's all he's all I need he's all I need Jesus is all I need you praise him this morning oh can you just rejoice this morning thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Lord hallelujah 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 go ahead and worship him a little while saints go ahead go ahead go ahead and praise him come on saints you praise him praise those weights off this morning praise that 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 anxiety all go ahead and worship him this morning hallelujah lord we praise you and we glorify you god oh we praise you lord we exalt you god we exalt you lord hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. Mm, my goodness. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't you love him this morning? Oh, my goodness. Don't you love him? Don't you love him? Praise God. Thank you, Debbie, for letting me helping me this morning thank you lord for helping my singing voice i think uh i think i think i've got what is that scientific word for it the southeastern ohio crud <laughs> amen amen will you go with me this morning very quickly i believe the lord has a word he wants to share today to luke's gospel chapter one beginning at verse 39 My plan is not to hold you long this morning. Man. My plan is not to hold you long. I'm going to say, I'm going to confess it three times. My plan is not to hold you long this morning. But let me tell you something. I said my plan. I say God's plan. Amen. So you can't call me a liar if we're here for an hour and a half. Amen. Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, beginning at verse 39. Very common account of Scripture. Very timely for this, this season. Very timely for this season and this time. I believe, I, I truly believe that, that it is an imperative hour for the church to realize we've got a reason to celebrate right now. We've got a reason to celebrate. We've got a reason to rejoice. We've got a reason to rejoice. In fact, there, you know, there, it's a known scientific, scientific fact that they are saying to pull out your Christmas decorations early this year because it's therapeutic. It is therapeutic. Go ahead and pull out your Christmas decorations. I, a lady cracked me up the uh, yesterday. I was in uh, uh, Sally's Beauty Supply, uh, and the lady there working was talking to her employee, and uh, she said, you know, I love pulling out Christmas decorations. I just don't like putting them away. So, ladies, I want to encourage you. Your husband knows. He will know come January it's time to put the decorations away. Please don't remind him every three months, okay? Amen. He knows good and well that they need to be put up. But they say Christmas decorations are therapeutic. You know, I, 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 believe, I, I can believe that. I can see it. There's, I, I like driving the extra long way through town when the lights are on, when the lights are on. And let me tell you, I, back, back in the day, people used to talk about, uh, you know, Gallipolis where, Ohio. But now uh, there are things happening. People know where Gallipolis is. I, last year, my wife and I went to go look at the lights, and we thought we'd get a bite to eat the local, the charming little Italian restaurant, and uh, we walk in, and there was a whole bunch of people, and they said it is like this in the restaurant through the Christmas season since they started the massive light display in town. Amen. You know what? That'll preach right there. Talk about the light in the small town. Amen. Talk about the light being shown within the small town. So we, we've got a reason to celebrate. Amen. Some may disagree with me. Children need to know the real meaning of Christmas. But parents, I, I know it, it might be a little different, but take your children to see the jolly man, okay? Okay, take take your children uh, to see see the jolly man this year, okay? Take, you, you've got a reason to celebrate. You've got a reason to be happy. You've got, you've got a reason to come to church. 
Amen. We've got one of the best Christmas photo ops around with this giant Christmas tree. Come and have your you you and your children stand there, put the little vests on your boys, and you you know how little boys when you put them in shirts and ties, it's like you get them all nice and pretty, and then by the time you take a picture, they've got the shirt tail out and the tie, the clip on ties like down here. So, but come on, take take these come to church through the Christmas season, okay? Let me encourage you. We love, we love to celebrate Jesus around here. We love to celebrate Christmas. We have got one of the biggest Christmas fans as a pastor, and he loves it. He loves it when a church comes together and they celebrate the reason for the season, and that is Jesus Christ. We've got a reason to celebrate. We've got a reason to celebrate. You know what? If you're on the phone with loved ones, you're on the phone with loved ones, say, say, hey, you know what? We're going to celebrate right now. We're not going to talk about the downside of our approach and how we're doing it. We are going to celebrate on this phone call. If you've got family that needs to honor uh, distancing and isolation, not isolation, but quarantining, and I don't want to say, I rebuke that spirit in Jesus' name. Mm, I'll go ahead and say that, but I rebuke that spirit. But if you're, if you're talking on Zoom, smile. Put smiles on your face. Put smiles on your face because we still, we still got the bridge that connects us all, and it's Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen? And then when you're at the store, if you're wearing a mask, say Merry Christmas extra loud so the cashier can hear you. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, man, we you got a reason. Look at somebody say, you got a reason to celebrate. You got a reason. I, I want to see family. I want to see party pictures on Facebook. You got that? Don't let me down, okay? I want to see. I want to see ugly sweaters this year. I want to see ugly sweaters this year, okay? I want to see ugly sweaters on Facebook. I want to see, I, I, I guess it's like a thing now, you wear your pajamas to Christmas parties. So you wear your pajamas. I always had a fancy little Christmas sweater from JCPenney that my mama bought me. So, But I think now you get to, I was like, man, this generation's awesome. They get to wear their pajamas to grandma's house. I used to, you know, my uh, my mamaw had the whole, uh, she would shop for me. She'd do the whole sweater thing and then, you know, kind of had the uh, shirt collar hanging, coming up out of the sweater. And I'm going to age myself when I say this, but I was, it was around the time when the popular TV character Alex P. Keaton, anybody remember Alex P. Keaton was popular? He uh, was on the show Family Ties and he always liked to look professional. And I think he made that look popular because I was at parties and they would call me Michael J. Fox with the way my mamma would dress me. So, <laughs> so uh, let, let, let me tell you right now, celebrate Christmas this year. Okay, guys. Celebrate, 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 celebrate. Amen, amen. If those of you have relatives in care facilities, you put one of the biggest smiles on your face when you walk up to their window and say Merry Christmas. You put on one of the biggest smiles you've ever had. You have your 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 Christmas sweater on and maybe get one of the Christmas light necklaces around your neck. Put a smile on your face. Say Merry Christmas extra loud. Saints, we got a reason to celebrate this morning amen we got a reason to celebrate this morning praise the Lord amen have I read my text yet no okay amen 
Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, beginning at verse 39. I covet your prayers. Uh, I work a public job. We are very affected right now. I've worked at three different offices the last week. I'm in for, I think, 30 hours by Wednesday. So just be in prayer for me this week. We'll be in prayer. We'll be in prayer for all of our frontliners. We'll believe. And you know what I'm praying for? I'm praying that the Holy Ghost would anoint the RPCOG frontliners. Holy Ghost anoint them as vessels. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let, let's make an impact for the glory and honor of Jesus Christ. Because Bishop is right. It's when darkness abounds is when light is seen so much more. Oh, hallelujah. The powers of darkness cannot overcome the light. Hallelujah. You may not be able to wear a, a Christmas decoration on your scrub, uh, but you carry the Christmas spirit inside of your heart, uh, and you let those smiles come out. Uh, you, you just let Jesus shine through you. Amen. Praise God. God. I feel like one of those 17-year-old preachers that's preaching their first sermon this morning. They don't know what they're preaching about. They just know they're excited. Amen. Praise the Lord. Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, beginning at verse 39. It says, Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm, my goodness, ha. Hallelujah. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Kind of takes me back to an old youth camp song we sing called Leap for Joy. Verse 45 says, Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment <laughs> of those things which were told her from the Lord. Father, I pray this morning that you would anoint your word, you would anoint your messenger as I deliver the word of God this morning. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody says, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. It is something that today there is an amenity for those that are expectant parents. It, it amazes me so much that the advances in technology have taken us to such a place now when it comes to ultrasound images. I told the 9 o'clock services, I said, if you don't believe in end-time prophecy, you should go look at prenatal care technology and tell me you can't be tracked. <laughs> Amen. I said, but you see the definition of faces. You can tell if they're going to look like mama, if they're going to look like daddy, what side of the family they're going to take after. You can see the definition in their face. I mean, it amazes me how far we have come as a society with technology when it comes to ultrasounds. I remember years and years ago, when my, my little sister was born, both of us are in, into our 30s, 
almost out of our 30s, but both of us are, it was such a long time ago that I remember my mom having this little picture, okay, and everybody oohed and awed because they said my baby sister was in that picture, okay, Anybody remember, y'all know what I'm talking, the old ultrasounds, okay? And I remember thinking to myself, okay, go ahead and tell me there's a baby in that picture, but I'm just not seeing it, okay? Okay, all I see is a big blob on a piece of film. That's the only thing I'm seeing right now. Oh, but I watched uh, the people, they would ooh and on, and, and uh, they were talking about, mom was talking about this crazy move Rissy was making when she saw the ultrasound. I'm like, what are you all seeing in there? But it's, it, it's, it's amazing to me that we can take such a simplistic thing that has no definition, that has no detail, but we can have this massive celebration about it. I couldn't tell what Narissa looked like in that picture, but they were, everybody was just a ooing and on and cooing over this supposed image of my baby sister that was getting ready to be born. I mean, my mom was only about halfway through her pregnancy. I, I'd never seen anything like it. People celebrate over just what looked kind of like a shadow on a on a piece of paper, and they're like, there's your sister, Micah. There's, there's Narissa Danielle Truman. She's going to be born here just a few there's your baby sister there's your baby sister you see you want to know why we get excited about ultrasounds do you know why because there's a sense of anticipation anticipation has a tendency to excite us and it enlightens us. There's an anticipation. Now, if you look at Sister Elizabeth back here in the early New Testament, she didn't have such technologies that were available to her. She didn't have such amenities that were available to her. All she had was those kicks and the definition in her stomach area as the baby began to grow. But the one thing that she knew she had, when she had no, the one thing she had that told her the baby was healthy is when the baby would begin to kick. The baby would begin to kick. Now, let me take you to uh, New Testament 101. We know for a fact that John the Baptist was not a typical pregnancy. He was a rather atypical pregnancy. His parents were both advanced in age. His parents were beyond the childbearing years. And they were unable to conceive and have a child. Therefore, John the Baptist was a miracle baby. John the Baptist was a miracle baby. And I began to think of myself reading this account in scripture that as he grew uh, and people knew who his parents were, uh, they would know uh, that it was a miracle that was walking, talking, breathing, and preaching. They would know that it was a miracle that wore camel skin and a leather belt around his waist. They knew, uh, they knew that it was a miracle eating locust and honey. They knew it was a miracle that was declaring prepare ye the way of the Lord so what am I getting at this morning that when the baby leaped in Elizabeth's stomach it wasn't just any typical baby it was a miracle that was leaping on the inside of her let me tell you something saints I believe we're going to see the miraculous happen I believe we're going to 
to see a great move of God. I believe we're going to see lives changed. I believe we're going to see souls saved. I believe we're going to see the oppressed delivered. I believe good and well it's going to happen when we declare we're not looking for the miracle. The miracle's on the inside of us. Hallelujah. The miracle is on the inside of us. The miracle's on the inside of us. And it's not just any typical miracle. It's a Holy Ghost-filled miracle with a divine plan and a divine purpose to declare the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. The baby leaped on the inside of her. In fact, if you look at the Greek translation of the word leap, it just simply means to jump for joy. The baby jumped for joy. The baby jumped for joy. The baby was happy. The baby was happy. Let me tell you, when I read this account and I read this passage of Scripture, if you could humor me for just a second, every time I read this, I imagine some infant in the womb of his mother, in the womb of his mother, that when he came into contact with Jesus for the very first time, I can imagine that little baby saying, Mama, I got a purpose. I got something and God wants to use me for. You better let me out of here so I can declare that he's coming. Mm, my goodness. He's like, I got a plan. I got a purpose. And even within his infancy, he leaped with joy over the fact that Jesus was coming. Hallelujah. And now it says the baby... The baby leaped, the baby leaped, the baby leaped, the baby leaped, the miracle leaped on the inside of Elizabeth. The miracle leaped on the inside of Elizabeth. The miracle leaped on the inside of Elizabeth. Hallelujah. Leaped, it jumped for joy, celebrated the fact that there was connection. Connection, divine spiritual connection. Amen. Divine connection begins to happen let me tell you something let me tell you something celebration is what is going to change our atmospheres this has been a long long time ago it's been a long time ago this wasn't a Christmas present. It was a birthday present. My cousin, Katie, who is only two, two years my junior, so she would be 36 years old. When she turned four years old, the only thing she ever wanted in the whole wide world was a cat. What, what is it with little girls and cats? Anybody ever wondered that? Have I ever wondered that? And then, have you ever noticed something? Little girls just have a way with cats. You ever notice that? They could put them in their toy baby strollers and push them around and put bonnets on them and they don't act bothered one bit. <laughs> Amen. They, they, they don't act bothered one bit. There's just something with cats and little girls. And I'll, I will never forget this for as long as I live. And the Lord will let me remember that Katie had opened up every single Christmas present or birthday present she had. Every single birthday present she had. 
And then her daddy says, you've got one more present, Katie. And in he walks in with a pet taxi and sets it on the floor. And there's this white little fur ball in that cage. And I never seen a four-year-old jump around and celebrate. I think she jumped all over that living room. And you can see the cat going. <laughs> what kind of owner y'all get me hooked into? Oh my, you know that cat lived to be like 20 years old. I mean, she, she watched Katie grow up and I, she didn't pass away till Katie was already married and gone. Oh my goodness. Talk about the celebration of a gift, an anticipated gift that has arrived. Folks, we're getting ready to celebrate an anticipated gift. And in order for us to be the church of the New Testament that looks for his return, first he had to come. Before he returned. We're celebrating his coming so that we can anticipate his returning. We celebrate his coming because we're the church that's anticipating his returning. Praise God. There was a people that looked for him to come, and he came. And most of them were disappointed with the way that he came. But guess what? He's not coming back that way. He's coming back in a victory and in authority. He's going to put things and align things and calibrate things back to where they belong. See, see, we, when we anticipate more, it makes us celebrate more. Oh, my goodness. It makes it, it wakes something up on the spirit man. A spirit of anticipation wakes us up. Our joy is not just in the fulfillment of the anticipation. It's in the waiting. And while we're searching and believing, that's where the celebration begins. John the baby, John the Baptist knew good and well. Somebody has waited for him to come. Somebody has waited for him to come. And I'm going to leap and dance in my mama's womb because he's coming. He's here. He's fulfilling what has been foretold hallelujah there's a leaping there's a leaping factor there's a there's a rejoicing factor that happens when we develop a heartbeat of true anticipation oh my goodness my goodness it's it's something oh my goodness think about the anticipation you look you parents you celebrate I, I want to tell parents right now they say holidays can be one of the most oppressive depressing times for individuals as they begin to buy things and as they begin to buy things you you celebrate you celebrate when you wrap that nerf gun dagnabbit I don't even know what, what, what do boys want these days. You, you celebrate when you wrap up those cat boy uh, toys and those uh, uh, you, uh, cat boy from PJ Masks and I, I don't even know who all's out there these days. Oh my goodness. And video games and 
You celebrate and anticipate. Say, God, I know it's a strain on my finances, but I thank you for your provision. I thank you for your provision. I thank you for your provision. Hallelujah. I encourage you as parents, have houses of celebration. Have houses of joyful anticipation, believing and knowing we do have something to celebrate. We do have a reason to shout. We do have a reason to put a smile on our face and say Merry Christmas. Don't give me that happy holidays hogwash. You say Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. You say Merry Christmas. You say Merry Christmas. You say why? Because this will be a Merry Christmas. Why is it Merry? Because he came so I can anticipate his return. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 I pray we get woken up within our souls this morning. Have an understanding. It's not just about the celebration and the decorations. Why are we putting up the decorations? Because something deep down within us is leaping and rejoicing, knowing and anticipating and celebrating. Amen. 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 Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. We've got something to look forward to. We've got something to celebrate. We've got something to look forward to. We've got, we've got something to party about and to rejoice about this morning, saints, and to live with a smile and a joy on the inside of us, a leaping a leaping for joy, a celebration, a celebration this Christmas season. And let me tell you where it happens. It happens with divine connections. If we could stand and our praise team could come.